0: You're listening to A Cup of Tea with an Englishman in San Diego, the weekly San Diego Comic-Con podcast talking all the news in the world of SDCC and con culture in general. This is Season 2, Episode 20, recorded on the 16th of March 2015, the Sunday of London Super Comic Convention. We join host Lena Sultana and Alyssa Franks from friendsofcci.com slash forum as this incredible event comes to a quiet and subdued halt, the doors closing just a few hours before. I don't know if you're looking at Alyssa or you're looking at me at this point, but if you're looking at me, uh, if you're listening along, this is a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. I'm not in San Diego, I don't have a cup of tea with me, and I'm not where I usually am. Um, Basically, this is uh, one of our roving reports again. Thank you very much indeed for joining us if you are watching live. Sorry for the delay as well, um, because we were trying to get some technical issues sorted out. We're still trying to hopefully get Barb S. joining us uh, from uh, formerly of When Nerds Attack. Where am I? I am at the Excel Centre in London. This is for the London Super Comic Con. Um, It's been two very hectic, very tiring days, uh, but very much worthwhile coming. Um, Hopefully, I have invited a whole bunch of people uh, from the exhibition floor to join us. But the downside is uh, they close the doors at 5 o'clock and they have to get everybody out of the building by 8 o'clock. It is a massive exhibition floor to empty, so you can appreciate at this point there's a lot of boxing up and a lot of fans being loaded at this point. But hopefully, you never know, we may get somebody joining us. And uh, hey, if you are watching live, uh, if you happen to be in London, if you're passing, come along and uh, say hello. See if you can uh, tell us what your weekend's been like. I'm uh, currently uh, on the stairs by uh, N7 at the Excel Centre, so if you want to say hello. Right. Um, may even be a really short one. I'm just going to do a bit of a recap of the London Super Con, and uh, we'll also discuss one or two bits and pieces of when it comes to the news that's happened uh, for uh, San Diego. Uh, if you do want to get involved, we are kind of paying attention to the uh, Q&A. Uh, uh, Alyssa is hosting this hangout today.
1: I so am hopefully- looking. I'm getting that up, <laughs> so, which is why I'm distracted here. That's so we'll fun. get to your questions in a moment.
0: <laughs> Excellent. So, yeah, do jump in on with those. We'll see if we can uh, get those up and running. If you want to ask any questions about London Super Comic Con, you want to ask any questions about the Marvel news that got announced this week, do jump, jump, jump in on that. Right. So, uh, yes, it's been a fun week. We'll, we'll actually cover the, uh, the week's news, as it were. Uh, very quickly, uh, because obviously the uh, the big headline, and I'm actually disappointed with all you guys out there, to be honest, because um, James Gunn announced in his Facebook Q&A that uh, Marvel will not be attending uh, San Diego Comic Con, which was quite the bombshell to drop at um, uh, sat- on a Saturday evening. Now, obviously, um, uh, we would have liked to have known this by um, Sunday uh, for the hangout, but. Um, We'll talk about it now because, obviously, uh, everyone kind of started talking about it on Monday morning. Um, That's something we're going to talk about very soon indeed. Uh, What else has been discussed on the forum, Melissa?
1: Um, Parking. Oh, my God, parking. Parking, parking, parking. That really has thrown a lot of people for a loop. We've also been talking, trying to get (laughs) –
0: Sorry, if you could just explain why that's, I mean, what's been the big uh,
1: announcement?
0: Oh, right. Yeah, for those those who haven't been playing the home game, go on then.
1: Yeah, I I forget that people aren't as plugged in as I am at (laughs) times about the whole parking thing. As one of my forum members so kindly put it towards Ace, Ace effectively said, we can't deal with all of you San Diego people hitting our servers for parking so we're just going to turn this into a lottery and instead of tying it to a member ID account or saying or anything that would limit the number of of um, tickets a person could put into the lottery they basically said as many tickets that you want to put in you're able to put in. So consequently you've got people who are putting in multiple um multiple ap- uh entries.
0: Oh wow.
1: into exactly into the lottery. So if it had been tied to a member ID for example, we could have said okay, well this is my member ID and I, this is
0: my yeah, my I one think, email. I think that's I think that's what um, San Diego Comic-Con kind of knew was going to happen. Uh, if ever, it was going to be kind of like a, a lottery system. So at least it was tied into one account, one name kind of thing. Um, I think with Ace, they've kind of not quite... What?
1: Exactly. Exactly. It... <laughs> so, consequently, they've... Um... Sorry, I'm just being uh, asked No, you... no, that's fine. I, I'm going to go talk about parking for a moment. Sure. You you Wander about try to find. No, a no, spot.
0: no, not a problem at all. I keep <laughs> getting told by the organizers. I keep getting told by the building I can go upstairs, and next thing you know, I'm I, thinking, let's go for a wander. So Absolutely. To
1: say, okay, carry, carry I'm on. just gonna. I'm gonna keep you on air while I'm talking about parking. Go for so, it. So con- yeah, so consequently, a lot of people with regards to the parking are throwing are just uh throwing a bunch of names into their hat. They're creating new email accounts and, you know, they've got, and are, are putting in multiple applications for it. Wow. Well, I mean, to be
0: honest, I didn't even think that was going to be one of the options. Uh, I didn't, maybe in my naivety, I didn't even think about the multiple email addresses kind of thing. But yes, I yeah. can understand why that will be something that's going to uh, cause issues for ACE. I mean, I know that um, one of the reasons why they did this was in an attempt to kind of um, circumvent the uh, the traffic that was hitting the server. Um, but, it's circumventing the traffic, sorry, no pun intended there. I do. Right. Uh, right. But um, at right. the end of the day, this is going to, now this is going to be a lottery system that um, opens until, I believe, April 16th.
1: April 15th is when the last um, notice will go out. So we expect to be hearing back from ACE between the 12th and the 15th. Okay. On which lot they're going to assign us to. Which, oh my god. (laughs) So, if you, well, if you
0: are uh, applying for parking uh, with your one email address, please. um, Yes, do um, get your emails in and do let us know. Uh, what they see and uh, how your experience goes with the parking, because it mm-hmm. is obviously uh, for people who are wanting to uh, park downtown, it is a, a major element of their attending San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. Um, so is, and what else has been talked about this week?
1: Um, we've got hotels. We've been talking a lot about hotels. Um, a lot of the hotel people don't understand the parking people, and the parking people don't understand the hotel people. <laughs> <laughs> which is you know as it should be i suspect
0: <laughs> fair enough so
1: um we're also trying to establish ourselves uh in um trying to get i'm trying to get the new york comic-con uh ticket buying group together that's another thing that we're doing this summer fair enough. okay
0: um I, I suspect also there's been a lot of talk about um Marvel.
1: Absolutely, yeah. The the lack of Marvel, um, or. So, I mean,
0: shall we? Can we? Shall we talk about that now and just get it out of the way, or shall we come back to it?
1: Sure, sure. Okay. My take on the whole situation is that Marvel movies may not be there. There may not be a Hall H panel. Marvel is going to be there. Marvel, Marvel Comics I think, yeah. is going to be there. Marvel TV is going to be there. Netflix is going to be there with Daredevil, which is, after all, the only real thing that I'm worried about.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, I mean, I yeah, I mean, when everyone told, when uh, James Gunn dropped this particular bombshell that gotcha. Marvel would not be at uh, San Diego, it was more a case of uh, everyone slightly freaking out, um, which is it's understandable considering that Marvel. Uh, Studios certainly um, have owned Hall H. I mean, DC can turn around and say what they can about uh, their presence at uh, Hall H on a Saturday. But Marvel are the ones that have uh, brought the magic and brought the the headlines and brought the razzmatazz to Hall H on a Saturday. Um, At this point, they have only a handful of things they can really announce because they're all really pre-production for... um, the phase three films. The only things that they could do is bring out casting. They could bring out Benedict Cumberbatch in full <laughs> Doctor Strange regalia. That could be rather entertaining. But those yeah. are the kind of things that I can imagine that Disney uh, paymasters would like to keep hold of for D23. Um, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, it is all about uh, Marvel Studios. Uh, for Marvel Comics not to appear at San Diego Comic-Con, I think is just sheer heresy. So, I mean, they're, they're going to have their booth, and they're, they're absolutely wanting people to know yep. and read about Secret Wars. They are spending so much time and effort on multiple titles. They need to get the word out, and that's where San Diego Comic-Con will come in right. on the exhibition floor. Uh, Secret Wars, I think, for Marvel, uh, I think it's an attempt to kind of... The, the studios have had their moment in the limelight they want Secret Wars to work, um, yeah, especially when, it, 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 because it is such a risky um, title to release and a series of titles to release. The new 52 has been pretty much seen as a damp squib, so Marvel, this is Marvel's big thing. It's, the, it's the same kind
1: of setup. Here, Here's another odd fact that just occurred to me, so it's not fully flushed out, <laughs> but how much does James Gunn really know about what Marvel Studios is doing? This is very true. I mean, the,
0: it's something that um, kind of relates back to when um, Joss Whedon was uh, signed up for mm-hmm. the Avengers and he became an executive producer. Um, <laughs> admittedly, uh, people turned around and said that he had now been given the keys to the uh, keys of the kingdom, as it were. So he had a little bit more carte blanche which is kind of understandable considering that Avengers does tie together a number of the films from the Marvel Studios universe. But then again, they also said that about um, John Favreau, uh, when um, his Iron Man film was a massive success, and they turned around and said that he was the one with the keys to the kingdom, and he would uh, be the one coordinating everything. That didn't last mm-hmm. too long. Um, James Gunn, however, has produced one of the big success stories for Marvel Studios. So now it's a case of uh, possibly it's the same kind of Rumor that's been passed uh, uh, on that he is now the one the, the safeguarding. However, it's all down to Kevin Feige. I think there's a, a whole bunch of elements to this. I think there's I mean, Sony, the Sony deal to think about. There's, um, like I say, the lack of news um, in terms of what they can actually bring to a panel. And at the end of the day, Disney wants to keep as much of that to their chest as they possibly can. Mm.
1: I, I just keep coming back to the thought that yes, there may not be uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy or a, but there may be, you know, a Black Panther or a, you know, one of the secondary. We could have, know,
0: have had something. We could have had here. something. Yeah, sure.
1: a, 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 of introductions to, you know, maybe some of the, the new people that they're thinking. I mean, LA is only two hours away. Why not bring somebody down, have a little bit of a, a Q&A, and be done with it? You don't sure. have to bring the whole production. Um, I mean,
0: There's, well, there's also the space that, I mean, at the end of the day, it's uh, one company that's wanting to, well, actually I'm saying that but Disney have done on separate panels for Thursday. They could actually decide to perhaps bring Star Wars, which is always that tease. I mean, every, <laughs> every year we turn around and say, well, maybe this is the year they bring Star Wars. Okay, but um, this is all <laughs> this is all yes. guesswork at this point. Let's just go with what we do know. And at this point, James Gunn has turned around and said that Marvel will not be coming to right. Comic Con. So it's obviously, I mean, I think it's been rather telling about the lack of news that have come from um, Ryan um Twitter account, Agent M, who's the uh, the online. Uh, Events so the online match yes. for uh, for Marvel. Uh, it's been interesting that um, James Gunn himself has gone quite. Bit. Everyone's been uh, everyone's gone radio <laughs> radio silent at this point. Yeah. So it's, it's <laughs> going to be interesting. The moment they break radio silence, that's when we'll know. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So cool.
1: how right. is London
0: Supercon? Right. Yes. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> London Super con. um It's pretty much the con which I mean, while. Like North America, uh, we're now getting to the point where we're having comic conventions and events every weekend throughout the year. This is the first big one of 2015, certainly when it comes to comics-led events. It's a massive event uh, held here at the Excel Centre in London. Um, It's, like I say, pure comics in terms of creators, in terms of retailers, in terms of um, I mean, there's a number of cosplayers, but it's all kind of cosplay relating to comics. Mm-hmm. And the one thing about the cosplay here at, um, at London Supercomic-Con, the standard and the quality is absolutely staggering. Um, mm-hmm. there's, there's no kind of half-efforts here. Um, it's very much geared towards a, a, a full-on uh, setup. Now, admittedly, uh, I kind of uh, sleptwalked through the first day, because um, I was working as a DJ on the Friday night, drove down on uh, the first thing on the morning, and was uh, pretty much with very little sleep under my belt, came through the doors at 10.30 when they opened uh, here at the XL. But the first thing that strikes you is just the size and also the, the, the level of quality of the people that they've got. I mean, if you go through the artist alley roster, it's just absolutely staggering, the, the, the people that they've, uh, they've got. But also um, they've got a number of panels that have uh, taken place, but not that many. Um, it is all about the people you can meet face-to-face at uh, London Super Comic Con, which I find absolutely thrilling. Um, like I say, however, um, people have uh, been, When I've been speaking to people about this event, people have said, well, what, who have been the headliners? Who have been the superstars? It's all superstars of the industry nature. So we've had people like David Mack, Bill uh, um Max Brooks, uh, Mark Farmer, um, Stephanie Hahn, um, Paul Levitz, um, all talking about um, elements of the industry and also about the, the characters. Um, so it's all been about the creative element of uh, comics, which has just been um, fantastic. Um, Let's see what's uh, kind of jumped out at me. I did attend uh, the, a couple of panels, including uh, the from uh, secondary star to TV star Daredevil panel uh, with Paul, <laughs> Johnson, David Mack, and uh, Bill Sienkiewicz. <laughs> oh, you're just bouncing around at this point. You're absolutely <laughs> loving this.
1: Absolutely. Tell me uh, about the Daredevil panel. <laughs> it
0: was it was really cool. Um, it was about the evolution of the character from um, its uh, Uh, comic roots all the way through to the new television iteration. Obviously, they have um, all the um, experience and history of making the comics, Mm -hmm. so it was very much more about the history and Mm -hmm. certainly about the the kind of the the, the, the Man Without Fear era and uh, all the stories that they had produced. But uh, they did talk about how they were... um, They had been uh, talked to about the... um, production of the TV series, about how they've been brought on to the set to talk about it. And um, they were really excited about what the 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 new series was going to bring to the character. There were a couple of uh, things that made me uh, uh, chuckle, uh, including um, uh, what they were talking about. um, uh, They were talking about um, how um, the recent uh, series of Daredevil has been a little bit lighter. Has been a bit more. Um, uh, they've been. It's been sort of a bit more sunnier, perhaps, is the word yeah, they yeah. use. And uh, we're just wondering how um, this series, which is now going to bring it back to kind of like the more somber character, mm-hmm. the, the flip-flopping between the two styles is uh, something they've <laughs> uh, proved, uh, found interesting. Um, none of them have seen Electra the film. They um, only one of them has seen the uh, Ben Affleck film. And even he wasn't spectacularly enthusiastic. So yes, they they, they kind of um, they, they know what
1: they're, they're talking about. on, their, on that. I, so, oh. I I like the Affleck film. Not so fond of the Electra film. But I I happen to like Ben Affleck. I loved what he did did in Argo, and um and I like the Daredevil. And I love the the interplay between the two of them. I yeah. I definitely like the dark style of the Netflix. I've seen enough pre, uh, enough previews of the Netflix uh, show that's coming up to, to really appreciate that, and I'm not I'm not as big a fan of uh, the newer you know lighter. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm
0: He's actually, the guy who's the writer of that is actually here. Oh, has been here. Uh-oh. I'm trying to remember his name.
1: <laughs>
0: um, anyway, I'll, I'm sure I'll remember it. Somewhere. Um, actually I'm getting a little, you can tell how sleep deprived I've been this weekend. That was actually the first panel today. Uh, so, <laughs> bear with me, bear with me. Uh, the other panel that I attended uh, today, we'll do today uh, first, because this is the one, this is the day I can remember. Okay? <laughs> so, it's been uh, one of those. Um, yes, the John Romita uh, panel, which was absolutely stunning. He's been pretty much the headliner of the whole weekend. Uh, talking about um, his history um, starting um, kind of um, uh, his uh, father's footsteps literally um, yeah. as a young, as a young boy um so sort of like getting that introduction actually it was daredevil as a character that um, uh, his father turned around and introduced and explained what the idea of a superhero was uh which was really entertaining <laughs> to kind of know that but then when um, uh, his father turned around and said that um, perhaps he was copying um, other artists or he was he was not defining his own style. He talked about right. going to the corner of the room um, for making a fort um so like outside, so like shielding himself away and so he could create his own style, which I mm-hmm. found was uh, entertaining and then also talking about um his uh, career over the last thirty five years thirty eight years uh, in, in the comics industry. There seemed to be also a little sense of kind of bitterness there because he always seemed to be felt that he was under the shadow of, of his father. Oh, the only reason why you got this job of who your dad right. is, the only reason why you're doing this is, oh, oh. so your your dad's going to be writing that for you, is he? Right. There was, there was a lot of, there was a little bit of subtext there. But at the end of the day, he turned around and said, I'm still here, um, which um, says a lot about just how... Um, times he is. Talked about kickass talked about um, his time on Spider-Man. Um, very, very cool panel. I did manage to record the first part of it, so hopefully I'll get that online when I get the chance to. Nice. Um, I, my camera did kind of give me a bit of a fritz once the Q&A portion started, but it was mostly, um, if you had a superpower, what would you um, have, kind of thing. So, don't worry, you're not missing a great deal. But the main portion of the panel, I think I've got, and I will try and get that up as soon as I possibly can. Um, so, yeah, yesterday, like I say, a bit of a blur, because uh, I was wandering around and trying to see as many people as I possibly can. But um, let's see which are the headlines for that particular day. Um, there was an excellent panel with uh, about um, uh, Jack Kirby, which was um, very, very cool.
1: Um, um
0: all about the, the, his, um, um, the, the need to remember the influence of Jack Kirby, um, yeah. especially when you have um, characters that are appearing in Marvel Studios films now, and Jack Kirby's name is not appearing anywhere remotely near the credits. He is, at the end of the day, the creative brute. Um, he's the guy who designed pretty much that. Um, uh, the the uh, look. Well, no, the 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 the, the, um, the, the, the big metal um, robot that appears at the end of four, which is going to bug me. Um, well, that's well, anyway, it, it created he yeah. created that pretty much, um, and his name does not appear on any of the credits. And it was all about the the, the panelists, which was um, Jonathan Ross, who is a um, TV host here in the UK, but uh, in comics terms, he's got a comic out and he's had several comics so in the i think in the u.s you may know him more as a comic creator as well uh, dave gibbons was on the panel um who was the artist from watchman and also tim seeley was on the panel as well oh, talking he. about talking yeah. about uh, kirby's influence not only on their work but on pop culture in general um yeah. admittedly uh, jonathan ross is a tv host here in the uk he's quite bombastic and you give him a microphone wind him up and he will pretty much take over and there was a slight element that it did nearly become the Jonathan Ross show. But um, uh, I'm not going to say I'm not going I'm not going to detract the guy too much because he's turned around and said he may join us on a future hangout soon. So, uh, uh, but either way, it was. Uh, I know mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> if he was talking utter nonsense, then I, then I could really give him some grief. But he was really passionate about what Jack Kirby meant to him. He owns a, a number of very um, prominent Jack Kirby pieces himself. He is a collector. um, And he's he was very passionate about um, what Jack Kirby uh, meant to him. Uh, So that was a very cool panel. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Standing room only, as you can appreciate. So it's good to know that Jack Kirby is still being remembered today. I think, um, in general, uh, all I can say is, if this is the start of my major comics um, convention um, attending for 2015, if this is how it's going to start, then it's going to be an absolutely incredible year. It's an amazing event. Um, if you're based in the UK, or even if you're not, even if you can get into uh, the UK for it, I would seriously recommend it because um, it is certainly a, a celebration of pure comic creators. And the art artists uh, on display are top-notch. Um, so it's just been a really, really cool um weekend. Um, even though, um, I am very seriously looking forward to face planting a pillow so hard, it's gonna take it seriously. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna think I'm being, I'm picking on the pillow deliberately. Um, but yes, I'm very, very tired of this point. is why I'm still, talk, still talking.
1: Okay. So that, uh, where you're standing now is in the, um, the lobby and the, the, the main yes. floor. Is
0: um, well, no. This is the main concourse to uh, the XL. Okay.
1: Um.
0: Uh, people will be entering through one of the uh, gates. Uh, if just okay. It. So, um, yeah, this is where people will be milling around and getting things to eat and uh, generally kind of uh, relaxing. Uh, but do inside,
1: do you have an idea about the attendance?
0: Um, I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't. I will say, however, that um, it wasn't as well attended as I thought it was going to be, certainly Mm -hmm. on um, today. I mean, then again, here in the UK, um, it is Bluffering Sunday. Um, You've also got um, the F1 season, uh, Formula 1 F1 is starting back up, so people can be a little bit distracted by that. And it's a Sunday as well, so, I mean, people will kind of uh, uh, stay... Um, away, but at the end of the day, that meant you could actually walk around. You could talk to the artists. There wasn't a, a massive amount of queues. Um, mm-hmm. When I was speaking to a number of people, especially the American visitors, uh, the featured artists, uh, a couple of people were asking about San Diego and the difference between this convention and San Diego. Mm-hmm. It is, it is a totally different ball game. It's, oh, of course, yeah, it's, uh, of course, it's a whole other ball game. But I will say, I mean, certainly on uh, SASDEC it was a very full room. Um, there was lots of people um, uh, around, and um, it was a. I think the great thing about it is, is it's a very positive atmosphere that uh, what, takes place.
1: What? So, what were the large booths that were there? Was Marvel a DC no, Image? No.
0: Um, no. the I, I'd say the, um, the biggest um sort of like booths um were um Valiant. Um, image, image weren't here, um, 2008D, which is a UK public, publication house. Right. Um, let me, uh, sort of, uh, drag up the, the map here so I can kind of. Uh,
1: oh, that's, I'm out. just, I was just trying to get an, an idea about what, what, what the yeah, dynamic yeah, yeah. was on the floor. Yeah, so it sounds like it was a lot more of, uh, an artist's alley. Yeah, very you know, much so. Uh, so there was a lot of art tables, for yes. example. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, uh, let's see. Meet the Valiant was there. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. They're doing some nice stuff. <laughs> they are
0: really. They're maneuver- I mean, they're doing what Image did or have been doing for the last year and a half. They're maneuvering themselves into mm-hmm. a position where they are a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely. Um, let's and see uh, who we've got here. Um,
1: if, if I can just talk about Valiant there for a moment. They. Go um, for it. I believe they have got a, a movie contract uh, or an options on a number of their titles for movies. Yeah, and, absolutely.
0: Uh, that was one of the pe- the, uh, the news features that came out this week, actually. Yes, um, <laughs> it's some uh, uh, an incredible amount of money that has been uh, uh, thrown <laughs> their way. Um, so, so yes, you will be expecting to see a number of valiant uh, properties on the big screen and indeed small screen. Uh, did screen.
1: did they talk about that at all?
0: There was a panel, which unfortunately I—that it, was a very busy panel. I wasn't able to get, get in, unfortunately. Understood. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I'm, when it comes to, comes to kind of like your headliners. I mean, there there, there weren't. I mean, I mean there were a couple of the, the featured artists, obviously. I mean, we've had the, mm-hmm. uh, people, for example, some of the Neil Adams, obviously, was the the big big headliner. Mark Brooks. Uh, Mike Collins, uh, Adi Granoff, um, mm-hmm. was here, which was rather handy, because I did have um, a couple of uh, Star Wars covers I wanted signing. I <laughs> to get those, so that was cool. I think actually the, um, one of the, the the kind of surreal moments, and this gives you an idea of how accessible it is for people to talk to artists here, um, we were very lucky here on the Hangouts um, at the uh, back end of last year to have Paul Levitz uh, joining us, which was uh, very, very um, mm-hmm. gracious, gracious of his time. He has been here at the uh, the convention. Um, and um, I was outside um, getting something to eat with a number of my U- fellow UK attendees of San Diego Concord. We kind of like met up uh, to kind of talk about our plans for July. And Paul Levitz was walking down this very concourse. And I said, there's no way in hell I'm just going to let him pass without <laughs> saying thank you very <laughs> much indeed uh, for your time. Uh, which, Absolutely. Paul, And at which point he had just started biting into a a meat pie or a pasty. At which point I'm going, oh, God, I'm going to interrupt him eating. But at which point I just say, thank you very much indeed for your time. He goes, oh, um, Englishman, um, cup of tea guy. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's, that's great. Where are you sitting? At which point he comes down and joins us for half an hour and eats his meet by and just as a chat with us. That's sweetheart.
1: Um, That's wonderful.
0: He, he was. He was just such such mm-hmm. a, a meanable guy. And what was mm-hmm. really cool was there we were just talking and um, to kind of you know, risk the uh, explicit content moment, the uh, shooting the shit with uh, Paul Levitz. Mm-hmm. But in but in the back of my head I'm going it's Paul freaking Levitz. <laughs> and he, what? I'm sat here having a conversation and he's turning around and saying so this, this 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 meat pie is this a is this going to be a good one?
1: <laughs> and that, sorry, that actually dovetails into um, the uh, one of the Tucan blog things that was mm-hmm. recently on by um, Steve Lieber or Lieber was yeah. and, and he concludes you know he says how do you deal with people in Artist Alley and, and we've been having a conversation about this over the years. Over oh, the month. And he concludes by saying the quietest booths are the best. It's easy to have a conversation with people. You can just talk about the really cool stuff and there's not a lot of pressure. So don't bother with the larger booths. Go to the small booths. And as in your case, you know, if they happen to be hanging out eating a meat pie. <laughs> it, <produces> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was just so incredibly cool. It really, I mean, yeah. The, the guy has such uh, an, an impact. Certainly, back in the the seventies, as a Batman editor, but also just as the, the DC uh, publisher, as, mm. uh, as, as the as the head honcho for the uh, for the company. And I'm sat there with him, and it was slightly freaking me out. And you could just uh, there I was and thinking, okay, am I actually dreaming this? Am I actually falling asleep at this point? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 it was incredible, but. I think that, I mean, I've been, I've been able to speak to uh, so many artists this weekend and that's been really encouraging that you can actually go and talk to uh, artists. And I would certainly recommend um artist alley at any uh, event, but this has just been a very cool weekend for that.
1: I think I, I'm doing a lot of planning for WonderCon and I'm bringing my parents um, who've never been to Con before. And it, so it doesn't look like I'm going to be doing any of the panels, the big panels and that sort of stuff. But I'm thinking of taking more of that approach, of uh, more of the the low key, just wandering around artist alley and talking to people and looking at the different at the art books and sure. striking I mean, up it,
0: conversations. Admittedly, there was a lot of um, certainly on Friday, a lot of people carrying books around to get signed. Mm-hmm. It was the opportunity mm-hmm. to get that that yeah. uh, cover signed, that artist um, signing their books. But um, certainly today it was more a case of actually interacting and talking to them, and um, yeah. it, it, it was a really nice touch. Um, also, I managed to, uh, so like, hopefully, arrange a number of them to join us on future hangouts. So, I mean, that was my kind of that was my, that was main my, my main goal to try and get as many of them as we could. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, that was that was cool.
1: It's unfortunate that Barb um from formerly from When Nerds Attacked isn't gonna isn't with us because she could speak to um the vibe at C two E two, which sure. um I'm really kinda looking forward to uh hearing what she has to say and hopefully we can get her on at a later date. Um I had some technical difficulties on my end, which is uh probably what yeah. caused the problem yeah, I'm,
0: I'm getting...
1: it, So. Yeah. So that, that I'm was... Also,
0: I'm, also, I'm also getting one or two stutters of your picture here.
1: Oh, no! <laughs> so
0: I think I think we may be getting... um. It's, it, I'm using the Wi-Fi here in the XFL Center, and while it's very good for Messenger, and hopefully you can hear me uh, now at the end of yes. the day, it's con- it's Convention Center Wi-Fi, which is not <laughs> usual Wi-Fi. <laughs>
1: it's, it's never good. <laughs>
0: no. So... Tell you what, um, before we do kind of like lose signal altogether, um, very quick wrap up. Is there anything else that um, you'd like to talk about?
1: Um, I, I don't think so. I mean, I'm looking for. I, I am personally just looking for uh, forward to creators at WonderCon myself. Uh, we get the panels next third um, next week, uh, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Somewhere I'm not really sure about the times in there. Um, We've had the artist alley list, and I'm, Len Wen, um, you know, I'm looking forward to. I may bring a couple of books to, to WonderCon. Um, cosplay looks to be fun there at WonderCon. I would love to get a report from C2E2, and maybe we can get somebody on from um, Emerald City Comic Con, too, for all of the spring cons, because we're definitely in that season now. It's As you, we're,
0: we're full. We're, we're full into it. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to try. I'd love to try and get someone from uh, C2E2. Uh, sorry, um, from Emerald City. I'd love to get yeah. someone from New York Comic Con to join us. So, watch this space. Watch this space.
1: There's also uh, we may also do um, a program on getting your bag together <laughs> because That's a it's, Good idea. Yeah, it's the time of the year to start getting the systems in place for all of those. Things that you want to get done. (laughs) Sure.
0: A a, a number of people have turned around and said, "Are we going to be doing a beginner's guide?" Now that you've got, now that we know that you've got your badges or not. Uh
1: Uh oh. (laughs) I think we may have had a problem with Leonard. There we go. (laughs) Are you still there, Leonard? He is on um, Wi-Fi, Convention Center Wi-Fi, and I think that we can pretty much wrap this up here since it seems as though things have died. And we will see you all next week. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm just going to read through the comment, the comments here for one moment. Um, There is going to be an arrow and flash reporting return. Return this week for um, on the TV. The Paley Fest took place this week with Greg. Yes, there will be a couple oh, of started,
0: uh, episodes coming up.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was just reading through the Q and A, Leonard. Um, hi, Gary. This that was from Gary Quigley. Um, they hope to introduce Wally West and Bert, Bart Allen into season two of the Flash. So we're looking, we're looking at some fun uh, fun stuff happening on TV this week with regards to those guys. Um, I think it is time to wrap it up and have a nice week. We will try and be on time next week, and thank you so much for joining us. Have a nice day, everybody.